Hello everybody and welcome back to yet another Big Hitters uh, FKL video. The content just keeps on coming. Uh, this time today it's a Game of 33 preview podcast ahead of the deadline on uh, Friday night, which we should have a deadline stream for you. Um, first things is to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We are the Big Hitters FPL. Make sure you like and subscribe and check out our video from from earlier which is the uh our reaction to the european super league our very angry reaction it's fair to say um we're also on twitter and instagram at big kids fpl so make sure you follow us there as well we also have our very own fancy premier league league which you can join the code for which is zero one t-o-q-k um of course game week 32 is still going on Loads of points still to be had there. Uh, but should we just quickly check in with how we're all doing? No no graphics to display, but how, how are our game 32s going? Um, yeah, mine's not, not gone too badly. Kane captain obviously paying off so far um, with a brace against Everton. Um, so yeah, I'm on 35 points at the moment. Um, so 14 points above average, and that's with... Uh, seven players still to play. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. I I've got forty five points. Um, with uh, so I got um, yeah. So quite a. I I again captained came like most managers. Um, nice little bonus point and clean sheet from Cody Lingard on the score sheet again, and I've got one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Yeah, seven players to play. Um, so, looking like a good week so far for me. Yeah, uh, I'm on 39 points. So in the middle of you both. Um, again, I did Captain King. Although it looks like we might not get a second um, match out of him, unfortunately. Uh, I had Lingard as well. Got a goal. Fernandez blanking, and my new player Tomato, which you guys clearly didn't like on the stream last week. He got a clean sheet, so six points from him. Apart from that, I've had Leno and Craswell, neither of whom have played, meaning I get Martinez and Phillips off the bench who haven't played either yet, which means in total, including those auto subs, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, depending on whether you include Kane, eight, but yeah. And uh, that's my... Well, then I've, I've got nine to play then, including the doubles. Well, yeah, for, yeah. So, for Son anyway, he's still got another, match. He's yeah. Still got another game. Yeah. Uh-huh. With a new interim manager. Um, see if Tottenham bounce back with a big win. Um, right. Uh, so, first things first, in terms of hot topics, let's talk about um, a player who's blanked yet again. Uh, Bruno Fernandes uh, of Manchester United, very expensive, 11.6 mil, basically an FPL central, but not in very good form. Ludo has already sold him, so pretty good on Ludo there, well done. But me and Jake well, are still yeah. holding on. Yeah, um, I, I actually sold him, sorry to interrupt, but I actually sold him uh, a couple of game weeks ago, so quite risky. But I think he's blanked a couple of times now, so I haven't yeah. been hit hard by that. So I'm quite, I'm quite uh, happy about my 
my quite bold by that bold decision that I've made. Um, yeah. Um, but for me and Jake, who are still holding on to him, um, of course, he's got a very good looking fixture coming up ahead with Leeds next. But is there a good case to be made to sell him? What do you think? Um, yeah, I think there is. Um, but the question is, who for? Obviously, um, none of the um, premiums have really been returning much in midfield, like KDB. Salah, I mean, he scored a few goals, but not the form he was in earlier. Um, and obviously, Aubameyang, not really either. Um, but yeah, there are lots of cheaper options who are obviously um, in great form. Lingard being one of them, who I think we all have. Um, Pereira, who I've mentioned quite a few times um, in great form. And actually, Bowen has picked up pretty decent form as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, I agree, but I think you say it's also it's a case of who to sell him for. I think it's also a case of when, because I'd be yeah. very reluctant to sell him ahead of Leeds. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we saw his, I think, got 17 points or something. Two goals and an assist, this time three bonus. No, it was two bonus. Tom, I think, was saying. Um, but yeah, he, he played very well against Leeds last time. And to be honest... Um, I've got a pretty strong midfield and Fernandez, his, his fixtures aren't too bad till the end of the season so um, I'm probably, I, I probably am going to hold him for the rest of the season Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one I would only consider selling him for maybe Mason Greenwood but uh, we'll talk about him later What would you advise, Ludo? Um, I think um to be honest, Bruno Fernandes is Bruno Fernandes, so just keep him um, and see see which way your luck goes. Um, I think it, unless you really need to upgrade or need desperately need money, uh, then I suggest just keep keep keeping him is the best uh, is the best way to to go forward. He's got good fixtures, as you've said, okay fixtures actually. Um, and you know, you never know. Even in the big games, he can turn up and uh, and deliver. Yeah. Um, next thing to talk about is, of course, it is a blank game week coming up. Blank game week thirty-three, uh, with two big teams, Spurs and City, and two smaller teams, Fulham and Southampton, all blanking uh, this coming game week. And for people who still have their free hit left. I think it's definitely a consideration to be playing it this week. But there's also, of course, a potential double game week 2035 and blank game week 36 to plan for. So do you think it's it's wise to free hit this week or to just wait? Um, I guess it depends on how many players you have that are blanking. Mm. Um, obviously... Um, I think most of us have probably come off triple, and maybe most of us um, have come off double City, um, or even City altogether. Um, and I think most of us definitely have Kane. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think many of us have, many managers have Fulham or Southampton players. So I don't think it's um, the best week to free hit if there is going to be another blank and double. 
Um, but it's definitely uh, if you if you're struggling to feel players for this week, then obviously I'd use it. Yeah, I I mean I I agree. Um, Depending, I mean the most important reason is you know if you've got a couple of players blanking, then just do it now. Um, one thing I would say, I don't want to bring this into discussion too much, but um, I'd, I'd say it might be a bit risky um, to free hit this week because if you some players might actually be uh, might actually be very angry and uh, might might be very upset um, about this European Super League. Um, it is a very big thing uh, because they might not be able to play for their country, nor in the Champions League. And, uh, you know, they, it could it could become a massive problem and they might not want to play. Um, obviously, at the minute, we don't know too much about it. Um, uh, actually, so we're obviously we're filming this on Monday afternoon, and I just got some breaking news, uh, which is the UEFA president has officially said that any player that plays in the Super League will not be able to play in the World Cup or the Euros. So that is official yeah. now. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think um, clubs will now start to rethink about it, um, and also I think players like players playing for the top six clubs will start to say oh well my childhood dream was to win the world cup and now i can't so they might think about a move away to another club so there's going to be lots of tensions for sure and it could affect fpl for sure Hmm. um so yeah one thing i would say in favor of free hitting is that there are a lot of good uh fixtures to attack there uh you know liverpool have a really good fixture so if you if you only have maybe one level play, if you were free hitting, you'd have a very good opportunity to get three. Same with, I think, oh, it's got a good fixture. Leicester. Leicester. Leicester have got a good fixture. And there are a couple more that have surprisingly good fixtures, which you could probably attack and make the most of if you were free hitting. But I, I get your point. Um, next is the relegation battle, which is going on at the moment. Um, which obviously Sheffield United have been relegated all over there. But two teams in particular that seem to have sort of picked themselves up to in to sort of secure their safety are West Brom and Newcastle. Obviously Newcastle in a much better position in terms of points than West Brom. But both are in really good form. So whereas we'd normally look at a Newcastle fixture or West Brom fixture and immediately get loads of players that are playing Newcastle and West Brom, do you think? Because obviously it's Liverpool-Newcastle this week. It's Villa-West Brom this week. Um, Are you still confident that that's an easy fixture or are you a bit more cautious now, maybe a bit more reluctant to get attack those fixtures? Um, Well, um, you're probably all right if you're bringing in attacking players targeting those teams um, but defensively maybe not I mean Newcastle have managed to score in their last couple of games I think they've scored three against West Ham who are now looking pretty shack um, but uh, Newcastle's last few results um, 
2-1 win against Burnley, 2-2 with Spurs, um, and then lost against Brighton. But yeah, um, they've scored quite a few goals in the last few games. So maybe not so much defensively. And West Brom yeah. scoring lots of goals, 5-2 against Chelsea, just put that out there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for putting that out there, uh, Jake. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but I'd say... I'd say if you're looking for any players actually to um, if you're looking for any players actually um, um, in the relegation battle, uh, um, you might as well uh, you might as well get one um, because they've got teams like West Brom, Fulham uh, have have Newcastle have got. A lot to play for. They're not guaranteed to be safe. And um, one thing I'd say is that just because Newcastle have won two two games in a row and have had you know three good three good results, that doesn't. Yeah, they've got momentum with them. But you know, for a team, um, I expect um, a team like Liverpool to to not face too many problems against against Newcastle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's still a case of going for those fixtures, maybe being a bit more cautious, maybe when captaining them, I suppose, or tripling up on teams playing Newcastle and West Brom. But yeah, uh, let's move on to the PowerPoint stuff then. Uh, with we've we've got um, our game week thirty three watch list. First of all, a defender, a midfielder, and an attacker to look out for in game week thirty three. Uh, so Ludo's done this week's one, and he started off with Ooh. Connor Cody. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've I've chosen him as uh, his fixtures, as you can see, are are looking quite nice. Um, bit of a no, not really a differential, but um, he's got a relatively low ownership. Uh, not too expensive as well. Has got good aerial threats. Burnley have, uh, you know, have uh, become a bit more solid defensively, and that's why I've chosen him. I, I assume you meant Wolves have been, become a bit more solid defensively, not Burnley. Oh yeah, sorry, Wolves. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Burnley have done the opposite. They're not very good defensively. Yeah. Uh, next in midfield is James Madison. Yeah, again, I've gone for. I think he's just returned from injury. Good fixtures again. Uh, he's got low ownership because of his injury. And so he might be. Um, he might be someone at someone a player coming out of the shadows. Uh, Leicester in relatively good form. Uh, at the minute, so he could have an impact. Yeah, very low ownership, uh, considering what he's done earlier in the season. But then, of course, he did have that injury. And then the attacker, a very differential one here, actually, I must admit, is Neil Mope. Yeah, uh, many had him at the start of the season. Um, and, you know, he's big differential as well. He's got okay fixtures as well. Sheffield United, Leeds United don't even 
haven't got the best defence. So I could see him getting a contribution. Uh, has blanked a couple of times, but uh, I think um, a game week or two ago, he got eight points. So um, that's something to look out for. Uh, he's also relatively cheap. So, uh, yeah. Okay, interesting stuff. We'll keep an eye on them. All of them have got really good fixtures for this coming week. So we'll see how they all do. Next, let's talk about um, captains. A bit of a harder choice than last week. But those are the four candidates we've put on the PowerPoint. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Um, well, obviously, we've just been talking about maybe not targeting um, Newcastle and West Brom. Um, but yeah, like I said, I still think they're fine if you're going with uh, captioning you normally catch on attacking players, but yeah, I think you're fine targeting them with attacking players. Um, I've brought in Salah this week, so I'm, I think I'll be looking to captain him um, over Fernandez. I think, just because Salah's been slightly in the better form. Um, also, Iheanacho, still a bit of a differential, got a good fixture, so I think he's also a good option for this week. Yeah, um... I myself am cap. I am captaining Salah. Um, haven't got Fernandez nor Jota. Uh, I think Il Nasha is a bit of a risky one. He's in great form. Uh, scored in the FA Cup semi-final. Scored the winner. Um, but I'm not sure. You know, Palace are not the worst of teams nor the best of teams. But Salah against Newcastle. Uh, but. Uh, I'll be captaining him. Good fiction. Yeah, uh, I, I, as well as Jake, have all four of the candidates. But again, I'm leaning towards Salah. I just think, obviously, Jota has the potential to do well as well against a Newcastle team. So does Fernandez. But I, I think, A, I think Leeds, again, with their, they showed it with their win against City. They, they like these big games and they like to, you know, close out. They're probably play quite a defensive game against United. And then I think Salah, obviously he's got penalties, maybe a bit less of a rotation risk. I'm just, yeah, leaning towards the more reliable Mo Salah for me. Uh, and sticking with Diogo Jota, um, the comparison corner for this week is Diogo Jota versus Mason Greenwood, evenly priced at 7 mil. Both catching the eye as pretty decent differentials, especially Greenwood. And, well, Greenwood's certainly got the stats to back himself up. Would you would you consider going for Mason Greenwood over Diogo Jota? Um, not particularly. I mean, Greenwood is um, slightly more expensive. Um, he's probably... Uh, he's, he's also got the rotation risk, but as does Jota. Um, but Liverpool obviously have great fixtures until the end of the season, and Man United not so much. Um, and I think we've seen what Jota can do earlier in the season and has been doing, not last week, but a couple of weeks before. And Greenwood, he's gone, obviously, he scored in the last three games, um, but we've never really seen him pick up form for a prolonged amount of time. Mm -hmm. Good point. Um, yeah, I I agree. 
with Jake and say fixtures. Um, fixtures look favourable for Jota. Um, in terms of price, same price. Uh, the only risk with both of them, actually, is rotation. Uh, they don't play every week, um, but when they do play, they they do deliver. Mason Greenwood is in better form at the minute than Jota. Um, yeah, but uh, seems like seem like two very good options. I would go for Jota because there's less of of a rotation risk. Mm. Uh, okay, then let's reveal our teams as the final thing we're going to do today. Uh, mine's up first, um, and the transfer I have made is Gundogan out and somebody in. I haven't actually made it yet, so I've still got time to choose, but it will be either of the players from this slide. It'll be Mason Greenwood or Diogo Jota. Again, I'm leaning towards Diogo Jota because of Liverpool's fixtures. He'll definitely stay on my team for the whole season from now. Uh, but Greenwood's something to think about, maybe. Other than that, Martinez back in goal. Uh, a bit worrying that Leno got benched, actually. Uh, but Martinez back in goal against West Brom. Solid back three. Uh, hoping for at least two clean sheets there with Phillips and Semedo, potentially with Aspilicueta as well. Uh, then got Lingard Dino, uh, in the form of his life. Uh, in the, and I've got Fernandez Vice, Salah captain. Rafinha and Jota in my five-man midfield, and then Ian Acho and Bamford up top. And in terms of the bench, I've got Cresswell, who will be playing, potentially, if his injury is better, who can give me bench cover. And then I've got Kane and Diaz, who are not playing. But no, I'm very happy with my team, not taking a hit, which is good. Probably the most confident, most comfortable I've been with my team in a while. Not really many decisions for me to make this week. So that's a good thing. And that's my team, yeah. Uh, next is Ludo's team. Uh, yeah, so I am not the happiest with my team. Some hard fixtures. Uh, but, you know, I've got 11 players playing, so that's good. Always good. Salah captain. Um, Smith Rose a rotation risk. However, I have got a whopping... 4.3 million in the bank um, so Crikey. that is something to think about um, the only problem is that I was thinking um, I might take I might wait and wait for two free transfers or I could just do it immediately um, well I'd have to wait for news on Harry Kane's injury but what if I did? Oh, um, yeah. What if I did? Kane, two. Um, this might be a bit controversial. Uh, Lacazette, who I think himself has got an injury. Yeah, Lacazette's injury doesn't sound good. I wouldn't get Lacazette. Um, yeah, then I think I'll be looking for replacements for Kane. Um, probably, yeah, I'll be downgrading someone to, um, uh, so I've got lots of money, uh, I've got quite a few decisions to make, um, yeah. I'll probably... I don't think it will be out for long. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Lacazette's looks a lot worse than Kane's. They're saying, okay. they're saying Kane will be fit for the 
Carabao Cup final, so he'll be fine. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I've got some decisions to make, and I'll probably make them on the deadline stream, so make sure to be there on Friday at 6 o'clock. Yeah, make sure you're there. Uh, yeah, I like the team. Uh, I know it doesn't mean much, but I'm, I'm interested that you captained Alexander, sorry, vice-captained Alexander Arnold twice in a row now. Not sure if there's any. Yeah, I'm, I might, I might change that because uh, in a pandemic world, you never know <laughs> if a victory does get postponed last minute. So yeah. uh, perhaps either on the, uh, even either on the Chelsea defender or perhaps a non-big <laughs> six club, Connor Ooh. Cody might get. Uh, if he trains make a well. statement. Uh, and then finally is Jake's team. Ooh, another mystery defender. Yes, so I've got the same dilemma as Noah had last week. Um, but before I go into that, um, I've got the problem of the Cresswell injury. Um, so on here it's, it shows that I've transferred him out, but it's between him and Dina. And um, I've made well, making two transfers this week. So I've brought Salah in for Son, who's blanking, obviously. And then, obviously, uh, the mystery defender is coming in. Um, but I can't afford, if I do keep Cresswell over Dina, I can't afford him to blank, because I won't have anyone on my bench. I'll still have Kane, Diaz and Dina. Sorry, Kane, Diaz and Gundogan, who are all blanking. So I'm not sure quite yet... Um, as to um, keep Cresswell, um, who obviously doesn't have a great fixture against Chelsea, or Dina, who has a slightly better fixture, but um, has worse fixtures long-term. Yeah, so I, think, you, I think the sensible thing is to wait for Cresswell and injury news. Yeah. If he's fit, I'd be inclined to keep him, despite the tough fixture. Yeah. Because Dinia, I don't think, is... Because if you keep Cresswell this week, I assume you're going to keep him for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, and then, um, otherwise, yeah, Martinez back in goal. Triple up on Liverpool. Well, I guess quadruple up, seeing as I'm captaining Liverpool <laughs> player as well. Um, so, yeah, maybe slightly risky, seeing as what we've been talking about earlier, but hopefully... This will be all right. Um, and yeah, Bamford against United, which I guess is just um, someone to play rather than um, someone I'm expecting a return from. And then Ian Acho against Crystal Palace as well, which is good fixture. Um, but yeah, I think it's a... Oh, I've not discussed who I'm bringing in yet. Sorry for the mystery defender. Um, but yeah, so I think it's um, between... To be honest, it was it was previously between um, Shaw, um, Fafana, and a Wolves defender, but I think Shaw's out of the mix now um, with United defence and fixtures. So I think it's between a Wolves defender and Fafana, but I'm not sure who. Uh, I've one actually. I'm not sure. Uh, mm, you might want to like wait and see how Leicester do. Again, yeah. Were they playing West Brom? Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. 
So both, yeah, it was exactly the same dilemma as I had, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so those are our Game Week 33 teams, and that is the end of this uh, preview podcast. Uh, so thank you for watching. Remember to uh, su- subscribe on YouTube, The Big Hitters. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Big Hitters FTL. Uh, join our league, which is 01TOQK. And uh, we'll be back with a deadline stream on Friday night. Uh, so do not miss that. Uh, loads of last minute transfers. We'll answer all your questions and the usual stuff. Uh, and see you then. Bye bye. Goodbye.